All right, hi everyone, it's Mitch Burnett here with another mini cast. I've got Megan Ashoff with me today. Welcome on, Megan. Thank you. Yeah, so today we're gonna to talk about terminating an IC from a building. And you know, nobody likes to pick up the phone and call to terminate a contract, but from a procedural justice standpoint and from a professionalism and business standpoint, we really believe it's important to do it and that we actually do it and get it right. So we're gonna walk through some information here today to kind of help guide you through that process. So. Kind of jumping right into the call, if you think about this, prior to the contract being terminated and prior to this phone call, if you've done your job documenting complaints and giving that contractor feedback about issues along the way, then they really shouldn't be all that surprised. Once in a while, you know, something really bad happens at the building, and an example could be a missed clean, or maybe they showed up and cleaned for 20 minutes when it's a four hour clean and they left. Like, just something really bad happened in general and the customer says, you know what, we're not messing around with this, we want an immediate change. In that case, you're gonna catch them by surprise. But more often than not, if you've done the things that I already talked about here today, they shouldn't be all that surprised when you call them to terminate them from the building. They kind of know that that was looming and typically the conversation goes pretty well. So Megan's gonna jump into some examples and things here. One thing to add though really quickly is, remember when you're talking to your IC, you guys have already established relationships over the course of months or years that you've been together and you wanna make sure that when you're talking to them that they feel like you care. You're providing the phone call as a professional courtesy, but I can tell you that I've done several of these phone calls before. Oftentimes they're thanking me in the end, but I always start the conversation with, you know, you know you've mentioned that you know, you're struggling in this building or it's taking you longer, you know, than you had planned. Seems like we're rushing or just like Mitch had said, if we're documenting everything properly, I have had people thank me at the end of a phone call. So um, sometimes buildings aren't fit for people. Sometimes they do, you know, horrible in one building and they're doing well in another. So um, it shouldn't be a terrible conversation. Yeah, sorry, I was just gonna jump in real quick before you move on. The, the contractors typically, they don't thank us for getting fired from a building. They thank us because we had the guts to coach them along the way and then actually pick up the phone and call because it's really easy to hide behind an email and just send that termination letter. So to actually pick up the phone and be prepared for them to maybe get mad and have a chance to complain about the customer or whatever they want to complain about, for them to at least have a chance to feel like they were heard even though the termination's done and final, I think is where we end up getting those thank yous because we at least took the time and were willing to kind of own up and uh, talk with them directly. So I'll let you jump through uh, an example or two of how a call might go. So typically you're gonna make a phone call, normally they're picking up um, when you contact them, but you're gonna say something like, you know, hey Mitch, it's Megan from Citywide, how are you doing? You know, Great. don't, don't. <laughs> Thanks for calling and making my day. I'm so glad you called Whatever. me again. <laughs> you're not jumping right in to say like, hey, just wanna let you know I'm pulling you from, you know, Davida Egan or whatever account it is. So you can contact them, ask them how they're doing, let them know that you wanted to check in and see um, about the Davida account in Egan. Um, you can say something like, I'm sure you realize, you know, from all the discussions and, you know, some complaints or that have come through that we're in some trouble over here, they aren't happy. Um, usually the IC is going to respond with something like, you know, the client is picky or something about the client being um, more complaining than others. There's always people here after I'm done cleaning. Yes, definitely that one. Um, at this point, you're going to let them know that they've asked us to move on to make a change in the cleaners, um, to put someone new in the building, and, you know, we've decided to honor that request. So, um, are you about to add something? Yeah, I mean, I can. I was just going to say, like, you know, if they, if, 
I think it's important to say that the customer has asked us to make a change and we've decided to honor that request or else they're considering firing citywide and we're not going to do that. Um, we're going to honor their request as long as it's reasonable and typically it, it is reasonable when the customer requests it. Yes, definitely. Um, and then obviously you're going to apologize that you're delivering the bad news, but you realize again that you're not happy out there. Um, and you can understand that the position that we're in. So the conversation should be fairly brief and it shouldn't go horrible. Um, like we mentioned earlier, client, or the ICs do appreciate that we're contacting them versus just shooting out an email. Yeah, I completely agree. You said they should be relatively brief. I mean, I don't know from your experience, but for me, as little as a minute sometimes yes. because they just know it's coming and they, I don't wanna say they don't care, but they're just so, they're expecting it, right? And I've had calls that take three to five minutes and sometimes that three to five minutes is because they want to vent whatever their emotion, frustration is, but they usually close that venting or frustration with, but I mean, I get it, whatever the customer wants, I mean, you're gonna do whatever you're gonna do. And that's when you kind of go, yeah, I, I get it. I'm sorry I have to deliver the bad news. So one to two minutes is probably normal, three to five, um, and usually they ask you if they can have another building. Yes. It's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> yes. when, when can I get another building? Um, so yeah, we, we definitely wanna thank them. We wanna make sure they feel cared for, like you mentioned throughout there. So more often than not, these calls are gonna be short, they're gonna be simple, and the contractor's not gonna be overly surprised. You know, I would have to do a whole lot longer podcast to try and provide you every potential objection or every potential blow up that you might get from a contractor along the way. But it would take a long time to do that podcast and I honestly couldn't even do one long enough to cover all the potential um, items that they might push back with. So at the end of the day, what you wanna think about is eight out of 10 times, these calls are gonna go super smooth, they're not gonna be surprised. The one or two out of 10 times, they're gonna vary on how upset or let down or bothered or offended they might be. And you just have to be prepared as an FSM to be a good counselor, hear them out, make sure they feel that they're heard and exit that call as gracefully as you can and move on. So hopefully this helps you anytime you have to head into a termination phone call uh, with a contractor. Anything else you want to add, Megan, or do you feel pretty good? Nope, I think we're good. Awesome. Well, thanks everyone for listening. And as always, grab your supervisor if you want any help in a specific situation that you're heading into. Have a great day.